Welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Tune in for daily discoveries as we celebrate curiosity and explore interesting facts about history, science, and more in five minutes or less. Hi, I'm Luke, and welcome to the Inquisit Kids Podcast. Do you like to cook? Today, an entire network is dedicated to shows about food and how to cook it. This has not always been the case. Today, we will learn about one of the first people to cook on television, Julia Child. Julia McWilliams was born in Pasadena, California on August 15, 1912. She was the oldest child of three in her family. Her family was wealthy, and she had a pleasant childhood. Julia was mischievous and always playing tricks. Even as a young girl, Julia was tall for her age. She excelled at softball and basketball. When Julia was 15, she was sent to the Catherine Branson School, a boarding school for girls. It was not easy for Julia, who struggled in class. She did make lots of friends there and was the captain of the basketball team. After her graduation from the school in 1930, Julia was quite well known. She received an award for being the senior who demonstrated the best school spirit. The school's founder said of Julia, she is a practical, wholesome type of girl with superior intelligence. From the Branson School, Julia went on to Smith College. When asked about her future employment goals, Julia shocked everyone by saying, none. She wanted to get married. Ultimately, Julia settled on a history major. She was not very excited about it and was in danger of flunking out. Still, Julia persevered, and in 1934, she graduated from college. She still did not have any plans to go to work, and because of her family's wealth, she did not have to. Julia returned to her family's home in Pasadena, where she spent her days reading and playing the piano. In 1935, Julia's younger sister enrolled in Bennington College in Vermont. Julia decided to drive her across the country. Julia's mother convinced her to stay in Massachusetts and try secretary school. Julia lasted only one month. Just about the time that Julia was ready to quit secretary school, she received an offer to work at a furniture company in New York City. The pay was $18 a week, much less than it would take to live in New York, but Julia took it. She was 23 years old and found she loved living in the city. She enjoyed the nightlife and longed to become a famous magazine journalist. The trouble was, no magazine would hire her. Finally, she returned to California in 1937. Sadly, not long after returning home, Julia's mother passed away. Her father was heartbroken, so Julia stayed with him for the next five years to keep him company. During that time, Julia's father arranged for a wealthy man to propose marriage to Julia. She refused because she was not in love with him. Then, a terrible thing happened. The Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. Julia wanted to do something to help her country. Julia moved to Washington, D.C. She applied to the Office of Strategic Services, a top-secret U.S. government agency. Becoming a spy sounded terribly exciting to Julia. She was hired, but her job was to file papers not act as a spy. But Julia worked hard and was promoted. Her new boss asked her to travel by boat across the ocean to Sri Lanka. The trip took over a month. 
While she was in Sri Lanka, Julia met Paul Child, a man ten years her senior, five inches shorter than her, and balding. The two became friends and soon fell in love. Julia and Paul made plans to marry on September 1st, 1946, but the day before, something terrible happened. A truck lost control and slammed into the car that Paul and Julia were riding in. They were both taken to the hospital with injuries. Undeterred, the two still wed the next day. Paul returned to his work with the government, and Julia set out to keep house. She wanted to learn to cook. In 1948, Paul's job moved the couple to Paris. Julia was looking forward to learning to cook French food. She enjoyed traveling around France and tasting the local cuisine. On October 6, 1949, Julia took her first cooking class at the world-famous Le Cordon Bleu cooking school. It did not go well. Julia did not feel that she belonged in the beginner's class. She demanded that she be moved up. The next day, she was in the class for professionals, but found she was the only woman there. But that was okay. Julia just wanted to learn how to cook. She took notes, practiced, and after more than a year of classes, was ready to graduate. Although she failed the final exam the first time, she did graduate. She joined a club for women who enjoyed cooking French food. She met Simone Beck-Fischbacher at the club, and the two, along with another friend, decided to open their own cooking school for Americans who wanted to learn to cook French cuisine. The three also began working on a cookbook. Julia worked hard to test and perfect the recipes. She made sure that the directions were clear and precise. She wanted to make sure home cooks would be successful with the dishes. When Mastering the Art of French Cooking was published in 1961, it was a huge success. Julia, Paul, and her friends traveled the United States, promoting it and giving cooking demonstrations. Julia even appeared on television to talk about French cooking. But Julia did not want to just talk about cooking. She also wanted to show the audience how to cook. She first appeared on a local Boston television show in February 1962. Julia cooked an omelette on television. Soon, she was slated for her own cooking show, The French Chef. It was instantly successful. Over the next 10 years, Julia filmed over 200 episodes and it aired on over 100 stations all across America. The show was live and Julia often made mistakes. When she did, she had to keep going. This endeared her to the audience. Julia was just like them. Julia always ended her show by saying, Bon appétit, just like the waiters she had encountered in her time in France. It means, enjoy your meal. Along with her cooking show, Julia realized another dream. She became a journalist by writing a food column for the Boston Globe. She also wrote more cookbooks. All in all, Julia appeared in more than 12 different television shows and published 20 books. She continued to make cooking shows even when she was in her 80s. Paul was always right by her side. Sadly, he passed away in 1994. Though Julia was saddened by his passing, she kept on cooking and making new shows. 
Julia became the first woman to be inducted into the Culinary Institute of America's Hall of Fame. She received the Presidential Medal of Freedom from President George W. Bush in 2003. She was given the French Legion of Honor Medal for her efforts in making French cooking popular in America. Julia finally stopped cooking for television in 2002. She returned to California, where she worked with her grandnephew to write a book about her time in France. In 2004, Julia cooked her favorite dish, French onion soup. It would be the last thing she ever cooked. Just two days later, on August 13th, Julia passed away. Today, Julia's cookbooks are still very popular. She left her kitchen items to the Smithsonian Institution's Museum of American History. There is now a replica of Julia's kitchen there for people to see when they visit the museum. Millions of people visit the exhibit each year. Maybe one day you will make one of Julia's recipes. And when you do, make sure to say bon appetit. Thanks for tuning in to the Inquisikids podcast. If you want to see the sources we used for this episode or send us some listener mail, you can find links in the episode description. 